Morning everyone, Dr. Eric, the fitness physician and muscle doc, where I talk about all things related to hormonal optimization, hormonal fitness, muscle medicine, and much more. So anything related to anti-aging, living longer, stronger, better, I help people, everyone across the country, especially those over 40, optimize their health, hormones, and metabolism so they can live a life full of strength, energy, and vitality. So using cutting edge protocols, we're teaming up with the best in the industry to bring you protocols and programs that no one else is offering uh, to get you in your best shape of your life, feeling better, living longer, stronger, better. So had a great Halloween weekend. I'm still wearing the skull shirt uh, and uh, some stuff for my uh, costume. It's always fun uh, doing Halloween stuff. So doing a new series, uh, I'm going to review something that comes up a lot and people ask me all the time about testosterone and onset of action. When do I expect to see results? What kind of results can I expect? What are the variables involved? And I'm going to go a little bit deeper than what you'll probably read on, on uh, social media where just, oh yeah, just do this, this, and this. And um, so it's, it's a little bit nuanced, of course, as with everything in medicine. This is where the art of medicine comes into play. So in general, there are many, many categories that people talk about. Of course, everybody thinks of physical, sexual, mental, emotional, different things. Or you can just break it down into psychosomatic, which is things related to, obviously, somatic meaning the body, and psycho meaning, of course, meaning uh, brain, emotional, mood, etc. Uh, metabolic, of course, the effects in terms of things of everything related to metabolism, right? Bone, muscle, glucose, fat, uh, so on and so forth, etc. And of course, sexual health too. Those are kind of the three main variables. I was doing a, a reading a review article um, uh, that kind of went through a lot of this. There's a lot of details. I'm not going to give you all the nitty gritty, but I'm going to basically kind of, you know me, I like to summarize things, make things as simple as possible for you and for me. So those are the main three categories. And again, there's a lot of variables, right? The biggest ones, of course, not just the hormone levels, but age and, and body weight, right? BMI, also genetics and serum levels. Um, you know, and again, this is a, a I'll talk about this in a second, but um, genetics play a big play What they have these uh, genetic repeats in the body, called the CGAT, CAT repeats, uh, et cetera, that if, depending on the length of these, these codes in your genetic code, how long, how many of these repeats, in other words, you have the genetic code of the different letters, and again, I won't get into too much of the detail, but basically based on how many of these you have, it can determine how, what kind of an effect you can expect. It's people that have more of these repeats uh, need less, you know, in terms of they need less testosterone versus the other guys and vice versa. So again, I won't get into details, but the bottom line is that because of your genetics, that can affect. And I have discussions with men and women all the time. Um, and I just I explain this to them because so many people are so focused on those numbers. Doc, what's my number? What's my level, man? What's my level? I hear, especially from guys. I'm like, don't worry about it. How do you feel? Let's go a little bit more deep, deep. It's not just about that because as I tell people all the time, you can have someone with a level of say, I'm just making up numbers here, 500 and they feel freaking awesome. They're killing it, putting on muscle, killing it in the gym, great sexual health, et cetera. Another guy or girl you know, at that level of 500 may feel like total crap. So it's more about the, it's not just about the numbers and people got to get that out of their head. And again, genetics and of course, and again, weight and age, huge. These play very important roles because depending on how old you are, you may have, you know, more needs than another younger gentleman or woman based on your metabolic health, your age, your body composition, same with body weight. So if you're a bigger person, you may need different things. You may need to get more fat off. You may need more medication or hormone to get an effect because of your body size. Uh, your metabolism is completely different in terms of how you metabolize hormones and medicines and exercise and eat. And there's so many more variables to it, but the bottom line is age, BMI and weight and genetics play huge differences. So there's no, again, no one's the same. There's no protocol, there's no cookbook. And I know you read fitness celebrities, people run around, you know, showing their abs like, yeah, I am the hormone expert, you know, this is cook, cookbook protocol for everyone. It just doesn't work that way. Of course, they're selling courses and selling their crap, but it doesn't work. There's much, it's very nuanced. It's very, very individualized. So. Clinically, again, there's no definite threshold. And again, we talk about this a lot. There's no specific level that denotes a clinical change or improvement or where you need to be, and especially 
for each individual, but definitely across the board. Um, there's no threshold level that defines hypogonadism or defines a problem related to low testosterone, and that's the issue, and that's where it all comes down to symptomatology and clinical presentation, uh, and there's, and again, there's no much, much, much more. So it's not just a level for a group of people or just for anyone for that matter. And again, it varies not only that with per, per person, but with the target organ. It depends on your symptoms, it depends on your underlying conditions. So levels, you know, what you see in, in the blood are not necessarily what you see in the tissue. And that's the other point. And this comes with thyroid, this comes with progesterone and estrogen as well. Because we do have to look at the serum levels, but again, sometimes this is again where it comes down to correlating other test results and other modalities and other symptoms and history that you get when talking to the patient. What kind of effect are you having on an organ? If you're look, trying to get rid of a fatty liver, you need to look at detailed tests of their liver function. You need to maybe do an ultrasound. You need to look at their symptoms, their diet, their nutrition. How are they feeling? How's their gut, etc. There's so much more to it. So again, when you look at the target organ, it's gonna depend. Levels in the ovary, levels in the prostate, etc. Where are they? Sometimes we don't know. And again, that's why you have to look at the end effect. What kind of symptom resolution you're having, uh, other test results, and many other things. So a lot of variability here, and again, there's other variables too in terms of pharmacodynamics and pharmacogenomics. Probably not heard of these terms before, right? So pharmacodynamics is the effect of the preparation. And if you do have to do testosterone therapy, are you just using, you know, can you do, do it naturally? Do you use a testosterone preparation? If so, do you use a gel? Do you use a cream? Do you use an injection? Uh, all, you know, what is that? Which, what are you gonna use? And then how do you monitor that? Again, differences amongst every single one of those. And they're all unique. Again, this is how it gets very complex. Pharmacogenomics kind of talked about this, you know, someone, um, based on the genomics and how they respond to medication, not just testosterone, but any medication that plays a, plays a role too. How they respond, how long is the duration of action? Do they need a different dosing protocol? Do they need different variabilities? Does it need to be suspended in a different oil, a different preparation based on their sensitivities or their genomics or allergies, etc. Again, much more to it. You know, and again, is the percentage change a better guide? For example, the less hypogonadal you are, probably gonna need more of a change to notice that clinical difference, right? Or vice versa, you know, if they're extremely hypogonadal, you may only need to give them a little bit of a bump, they're gonna feel a hell of a lot better because they're so damn low. And again, this also plays into the genetic role, right? And someone with a different CAG repeat, they're gonna need a different level than someone without that. And you won't know without trying, but the bottom line is this is where it comes into individual variation. And, and again, percentage change is a better guide depending on where they're starting. You know, if they just feel, eh, just a little tired and their levels are, you know, just a little bit low, but not much, you know, you probably need a little bit more, maybe, to get them feeling better. Whereas someone who's like, they're off the chart and levels and they feel like crap, they're, they're obese, they have no drive, no motivation, you know, you just boost them up a little bit and they're going to feel, they're going to start feeling better. And then, of course, we build on that, right? But they might not, right? That's where all this comes into play. So, and then the last thing is, has to do with the actions, right? And we're going to, I'm going to talk about this in the next couple of videos tends to get more complex, right? The traditional model is, you know, the androgen, androgen is attached to the androgen receptor. There's a transcribing uh, element and it's going to basically gets transcribed and, and basically latches onto, goes into the cell, latches on the DNA, a DNA uh, binding element, and then it, it, the DNA creates proteins, right? You get protein synthesis and then you have the effects. That's how most steroids work. It's a, it's a works through uh, basically transcription into DNA into protein, but there's other models too where they're independent of this, right? Direct direct uh, interactions, and this is classic and for something like ED because there's uh, effects on neuronal integrity, uh, vascular endothelial changes, and then of course there's psychological changes too, mood, neurotransmitters, other things that work outside of this pathway. And so sometimes it's many of these pathways. So that's why it gets a little complex. You can't really determine based on this, right? That it has multifactorial effects on the body through different pathways. And that's what makes this kind of fun because you get to see these effects. And some of these effects, we still know how that how it works with testosterone, with estrogen, thyroid, 
uh, it doesn't work for this model, it works for other models, but we're seeing effects and that's why you have to measure it. So it was just an introduction. I'm going to go into each, I'm going to talk about, you know, effects on the body, strength, fat loss, you know, libido, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to go through all those and time course of effects and the variability thereof. So I want to give you a little, little teaser and explain the, 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 you lay the land, I guess, and see that it's, it's a lot more complex than what most people think. So that's what makes it so much fun. So like this post, tag it, share it. Let me know what else you want to talk about in the comment section below. Light me up and I will gladly talk about it. So uh, check out my site, Dr. Eric, Primex, Dr. Eric, uh, dot com. I'm sorry, Dr. Eric. <laughs> I can't even talk today. I'm so excited. Uh, Dr. Eric, Primex .com. I'm all over social media. I'm, I'm, I'm helping patients with telemedicine uh, all across the country. And I'm going to be launching my uh, cellular nutrition and fitness course in the next week or two. So pay attention for that. I've got a lot of freebies and a lot of uh, cool stuff on my site that's uh, very inexpensive uh, that you can buy as well as for free stuff on my website. So check out my PDFs. I'm launching some more PDFs, some other courses and programs too. And women, check out my new my weight loss programs going to be coming out uh, in the next uh, this month as well. So pay attention to that. It's going to be awesome, cutting edge stuff. So anyway, everyone have a rocking day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.